When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show today is the 22nd of June. It is a Tuesday morning. We're rolling along in June. Yesterday was the first day of summer. I know my daughter was saying yesterday when we were, excuse me, while we were talking and she said, oh my gosh, summer's like my least favorite time of year. And I said, why? And she said, because we don't have air conditioning. And I said, well, welcome because it just started today. And she goes, oh my God, it's just starting because it's been so hot here. But either way, we are moving along. We all have to, and let's make the best of this. So today's show, Understanding Your Audience. I, you know, never really thought about how somebody really paying attention and listening to you, like really hearing you, how important that is, people that you can have a back and forth communication with. I realize that at times we're in a place where we're shouting, shouting what we need. And the person's always asking you what you need, just tell me. And then you realize that they don't understand what you need. And you're in a kind of a relationship where that's super important, whether it be business or an emotional relationship or with one with your partner, that you are not only communicating, but that you are heard. And the only way you really know you are heard is by the response. So when you put someone down or tell them how they should feel, like there's, as an example, you're talking to someone and you're excited and you're loud and they look at you in a straight face and say, you are yelling at me. And you stop and you go, I'm not yelling, like yelling at them. They are your victim. You are yelling, shouting, screaming at them. And yet all you're doing is talking loud. So you scale it back and you say, 
you hear it once, you hear it twice, you're trying to respond, but you can't regulate being excited. So then you say, hey, wait a minute. When you say I'm yelling at you, that feels like I am abusing you and screaming at you, and that's not what I'm doing. I'm actually excited to be telling you this. So just tell me, hey, you're talking loud. And then you get the, well, would you mind if I just put my hand up and, like, shush you? And the person's like, no, just tell me I'm talking loud. Not like a command post. And the next time you're excited and you're talking and they say, you're yelling at me again. And you're like, did we not have a conversation? So then you say your whole spiel again. And then they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then another month goes by and it happens again. You're yelling at me. And then what happens to the person who's doing the yelling? They start to feel like, hey, They tell me to say something, I say something. And then they just keep repeating themselves, no matter what I say. So then the person doesn't feel heard. So now you don't feel heard, and you're walking around, and you see that person, and you're really excited about something. And what happens in your head? You say... I am not even going to tell them because if I tell them, they're going to say I'm yelling at them and I don't want to go through that whole conversation. So then you don't tell them. You just don't tell them. So what happens after that? When you say something and you get corrected again, like would you mind if I correct your English or would you mind if I... Over time, you will lessen, lessen your interactions with that person. Not because you don't like them. Not because you don't love them. But because you know inside that no one can hear you. They do not hear you. And I gave an example like that because it's it's simple enough because for the same person who says you are yelling at me, yet they're very particular about English and correcting others in their English, you have to say, well, I know you choose your words well because you're, you know, kind of a, you know, snob as to the words you use. So using those words to tell me when I'm excited, I know you've chosen those words. And they're aggressive words. It's like a passive-aggressive move. So the communication between us, the listening between us, feels really weird. So I kind of don't want to run to you with my excitement. I'll just come to you when we need something. Oh, no, no, I don't want you to do that. And you're like, 
then it's got to be a kinder exchange. We have to hear each other. Or you're really excited about something and you're trying to convey that to someone and they're trying to shut it down, whatever it is. What are the chances of you going back? Because if they heard you, they're really listening, they hear that this means something to you. And if they're the people you chose to have around you and they aren't really on board, then who's going to be on board? Because these are chosen. So then if you get used to not being heard, you start feeling like no one cares about you or hears you. It's not about just listening to words. It's about knowing that the people around you who care about you, that you care about, don't want to feel understood in the audience of their life. It's past being mad or being frustrated or being irritated. It's more about that feeling that you start to feel a hurt form and then you start to limit because you don't want to add more. You're not ready. You're not ready to add more. You're not even ready to have the conversation because you've had the conversation and you were not heard. And when you say it and you say it and you say it, you have to ask yourself why you keep repeating the same thing over and over again to someone who you know isn't listening. They know what they're doing. They're proud of what they're doing. They're not listening to your part, even as a helper. So what does it mean to really listen to someone? Because hearing is different than listening. Hearing is just the act of receiving the sound. But listening is something we consciously do. We think about it. We process it. And then we react to it. We react to it. I write so many times that listening is the greatest form of respect we can give anyone. A lot of times, either someone who needs a high level of control or a parent with a child because we're teaching children. They learn the impact of listening. You respond in kind to what your children are saying. They grow up with a backbone. They feel heard. I remember parents, one of them, my siblings, would say to their kids, my house, my rules. Basically, be quiet. I don't want to hear what you have to say. I know what you're going to say. 
Shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. I know you better than you know yourself. Shut it down, shut it down. And then that person grows up and feels like whatever they have to say isn't important. They want to get in a position of power so that it's their house, their rules, because that's what they've been taught. We not only are not taught to listen, we're taught to obey, and then we are taught to put up and shut up, and then we are taught that whatever we had to say ultimately didn't help us or matter. So we get quiet. And because of that breakdown in communication, the child no longer wants the parents to know what they're doing. And then in the teenage years of that child, the parent is super surprised at what their kids were doing and hid from them. All because someone did not want to listen to someone they thought didn't have anything to say better than what they had to say. It's really interesting, right? Because it's about attitude, attention, and adjustments all the time. So if we take that learning tree away and listening isn't part of it, when you need them to listen to you, when there's something that needs to happen right away, there's an earthquake and we need to get under a table, or there's a tornado and we need to get in the basement. Unless they actually see or perceive that same danger, they are not going to listen to you. It's really interesting how important being taught to listen or switching gears in your life to listen happens. Because people rarely just sit around talking about things that they don't care about. So if someone's taking their life's time to talk to you, respect that. Or just don't waste either of your time. Tell them you're busy. Tell them that, you know, respond to their request in kind. Because what has happened to a society of not listening, I know in the U.S. this is very true, is we have a lot of anger. People are angry. They feel like they don't count until they lash out. And once they lash out, it's almost like they they threw up all of those small rejections of not being heard. That's how big not being heard is. So understanding our audience, our audience is people, souls. Being kind just by listening, being respectful, asking questions, probing questions. Ask for clarification. Paraphrase what they've said to you. Ask them if 
how you think they're feeling is accurate. And then summarize it. Just summarize it. So you're telling me that this is really important to you because this is something you're thinking about as a profession and it will make a difference. Did I get that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. That took a lot of digging. I I wasn't expecting that. They're like, yeah, that's what I want to do, Mom. Or that's what I want to do, coworker. Or that's what I want to do, partner. You would be fascinated at how smart people are, tuned they are to themselves. When you hear them, when you listen to them. And when you respond, because sometimes someone just coming to us, what they really need to do is actually hear themselves. So when they say it out loud and you ask questions, they are asking themselves those questions for the very first time. When our kids come to us, and if we're lucky enough for them to come to us as adults, and they ask us questions, You can bet that the answers you give them are going to mean a lot to them. The fact that you listen to them, not only is it listening to them respectfully, but you're teaching them to be a good partner, a good friend, a good coworker. It is definitely something we have to be conscious of because we live in a world that feels unheard. And the stuff that's happening around it is ridiculous. It's almost like you see something and you go, how the heck did they get that out of that? And they got that out of that because no one was listening. Or no one believed what they heard. But you can bet if someone says something, they're floating an idea to see if they can go into a next step. And they use people's listening skills as an abuse. They want to know everything you're thinking. So know your audience. Do you feel safe? Do you feel like they got your back? Do you feel like you are in the right place? Because when we are not heard we start to realize every time I go to this person I am not heard I get the same response why do I keep putting myself in a position of not being heard I can't just listen alone because there's no give and take And you start lessening your communication. And then your partner or your mom or your coworker will say, yeah, where have you been? And really, where you have been, where you have been would be somewhere you are heard. Even if it's just by yourself, at least you hear yourself. We are efficient, clean thinkers. We can't help it. That's who we are. You can listen to what people say. 
You can hear something because it's just a biological function, but listening means to pay attention, understanding, focus, and even to respond appropriately at times feels like the biggest gift in the world. Like, oh, wow, I heard you. This is important to you. I get it. Instead of the person saying it over and over again, and you're like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You're like, what do you mean it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. But I want it to matter. Well, it doesn't. No one's going to do that. And you say, hey, this is like hurting my feelings. Like, stop. Just stop. Be attuned to that. Hear that. Because if you're not responding in that time, that person doesn't feel like there's a relay going on. Listening to each other is a foundational reason that we go to each other that we speak to each other. Imagine if I hear Christ and he's over here talking and I don't tell you any of it. Talk about it. If no one was listening, what's the point of me doing it? But because I listened to him and said, Oh, let me see if that really works. Oh, let me see how that really feels. Ah, I don't know. I I don't know about this truth thing. There's a lot of things I don't want to tell anyone the truth about. But slowly over time, I told the truth about everything. Not because I want to go out like a truth serum, but because the people in my life that listen... We're like, oh, wow, you need, to, you need to tell people that. You need to do this. You need to do that. Because they were really listening. And I saw what it did to them, and it started to spark their thinking. It started making them feel like their lives had a chance at being better, like really believing it, which is different than just hearing something great and going, wow, oh, great quote. Like, oh, really read that quote like 10 times. Because if you understand it, it will start to clean up your life. It's like a broom. Every, every quote, it's like a broom. It just sweeps away the silly stuff we're holding on to that we really run our lives by. Like, nobody loves us, nobody cares about us. I'm lonely. I'm not listened to. Well, who are you choosing to listen to you? Ask yourself questions. We're not here to be stuck in a box. We're not here to find everyone who we don't get along with and force ourselves to live with them. We're here to keep refining and getting better and building Longer bridges, bigger bridges, harder bridges to walk across. And figure them out. 
And when we feel heard, just like I felt heard when I started telling people about Christ, even though I assumed that they were going to think I was crazy, when I realized that they didn't because they were listening, I built a bigger bridge and I said, okay, hmm, let me tell more people about this. How do I do that? And I kept saying, I just want a radio show. I just want something somewhere I can talk about it. And because the people that were working with me at the time were listening, they found Black Talk Radio. And I was like, oh, my God, international, on the Internet. It was one of the first forums to do it. And then someone said, well, you should be on a real radio station. And I go, I am. What's not real about that? They said, you know, like a bigger one. But every bigger one that was out there was only in the U.S. It would block out anyone from any from anywhere else. And I thought, well, I don't, I don't want that. Because we hear instead of just jump into decisions. We listen and we clarify and we paraphrase and we ask ourselves, okay, if this doesn't happen, what will be on the other side? Because our questions get really good when we start to listen instead of just staying on the surface. Well, we're just going to do this and this and put this here and put that there and let's say we're going to do this and you're going to go here and I'm going to, and wow. And you're saying that 10 years later. And you're saying that 15 years later. You have to ask yourself, are we a broken record? Are we not hearing ourselves? Being heard is such a validation. Validation is like one of those things that no one ever really talks about how important it is to be heard, yet that will save relationships, that will save pent-up anger from exploding on people because you're alone and there's no, no checks and balances on what's going on in your brain. It's like you're running amok. Everybody hates me. I'm going to do this. I'll show them. I'll hurt myself. That'll hurt them. That'll get their attention. Really? All because no one had a few minutes a day that we chose to be in our lives or as a child. You didn't choose consciously your parents so you don't know. And you wonder why nobody can hear you. But you're going to show them one day, aren't you? You're going to leave. You're not even going to bother with them because no one bothered with you. That goes on and on and on. All because we're not heard. makes us retreat into our corners. It makes us feel like there isn't anything that we can say that's worth hearing. I thank God I had good listeners when I started. Because starting to hear Christ wasn't an easy thing to take in. And the fact that people around me listened 
was like, oh, my God, he's right. Oh, wow, that was so weird. Like, he's really there. How, how do I become this person? And I didn't have to become the person. It shaped itself along the way. I couldn't control that narrative. Kind of ran like a runaway train. I started to listen to myself because of it. I used to listen to everyone else, and as long as everyone else was happy with me, I was happy. Now, as long as I'm happy with myself, I'm even happier with other people. It's just crazy. What a big deal listening is. And today, you're going to have a thought somewhere in the day that goes, nuts or weird, and the one thing to say to yourself is, oh, why did I have that thought? What was I thinking before that? What does that mean to me? Imagine. You'll start to learn things about yourself, about what you want. You'll be like, wow, I I actually really did want that. I actually did. We are hilarious. The things that we want are so simple that they're right in front of us. And as long as we respect those things, those gifts, those thoughts, they will grow. You guys, I only have a few seconds left. I love you, and I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.